Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. From the Gert Boyle studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. In May, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a unanimous ruling blocking governments from keeping surplus funds from the sale of foreclosed homes. Meaning if someone owes, say, $10,000 in taxes and fees, but a county takes in $100,000 from the sale of their home, the county cannot keep that extra 90 k Now three Oregonians are a part of a class action lawsuit against Multnomah, Yamhill, and Lane counties. They said that collectively, they are owed more than $100,000. Nadia Dahab is a partner with the law firm Sugarman Dahab, which has brought the suit. She joins us now to talk about it. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. So you filed the suit on behalf of your Oregon clients because of this unanimous U.S. Supreme Court ruling. What did the justices say in Tyler v. Hennepin County? Sure. Yeah. So Tyler v. Hennepin County was a case out of um, a district court in Minnesota. And in that case, the Supreme Court made pretty clear that when a county forecloses on a individual property owner's home uh, because that property owner owes a tax debt, the county can recover the amount of the debt um, for example, if the property owner owes, in that case, it was $15,000 in taxes um, and interest and penalties, but the county cannot keep any surplus proceeds that it realizes in the foreclosure sale. In that case, um, Hennepin County sold uh, Ms. Tyler's property for $40,000 and kept the $25,000 that was the surplus in excess of her $15,000 tax debt. How common is this around the country? You know, there are several states across the country that do not have a mechanism for returning surplus proceeds to property owners. It's not the case in every state. Some states um, do have a statutory mechanism for the public body, the counties, to get the money back. And they have prohibitions on the book saying that the county can't keep the excess proceeds. But there are 10 or 15 states across the country, at least, that don't have that mechanism. And um, in fact, sometimes, as is the case in Oregon, have a statute on the books that provides that the surplus proceeds don't go back to the property owner and that instead they get distributed into the county's general fund for other purposes. What did happen to the clients that you represent? Yeah, so all three of the clients that we represent um had their you know, had tax debts owed to their counties to Yamhill Lane um and and um Multnomah County some of them they, these tax tax debts were in varying amounts um some of them were $8000 some of them were higher but all of them had their properties foreclosed on by the counties and all of them um in the foreclosure sale the sale realized proceeds far in excess of the tax debt that the individual owed. Martin Lynch, for example, um, is uh, the plaintiff out of Lane County. <clears throat> and in that, in his case, the county foreclosed on his property and the surplus proceeds from that foreclosure sale were on the order of eighty dollars or $85,000. Um, and Mr. Lynch never got that prop, never got those surplus, surplus proceeds back which we now know in light of the Supreme Court's decision was an unconstitutional taking, and he's entitled to that money back. And so just to be clear, the, the, your clients, the people we're talking about, they lost both a place to live 
and whatever equity they had built up in their homes. Exactly. That's what that's what is so important and such so impactful about this decision, Dave, is that you know, this is in in so many people's lives, the their home is the most important, most significant purchase that they'll ever make. Um, and by the law that Oregon has on the books, <clears throat> when a county forecloses on that property, all the home equity that those individuals have built up, um is confiscated by the county and never gets back to them. And so the impact is, is in that respect, profound uh, because they not only um, are already in an equi- economically vulnerable position having their property foreclosed on, but then they lose the excess, or I'm sorry, the equity that they've built up in their home. Where do these retained proceeds, uh, sort of it seems like a, a, such a technical word, but wh- where do they go? What, what do counties do with this money under state law? Sure. The county um, can the, the statute directs the counties to um, retain the money and then distribute the proceeds into the general fund. Um, and then they can, you know, the, gen, the general fund can be used in in sometimes a discretionary and sometimes a mandatory way. So it really depends on um, it's, it's county by county. And it really depends on how the how the, where the county's needs are in terms of funding. Um, but the statute uses some of those funds to use in a very to be used in a very discretionary manner, depending on what the county's um, the county's budget or the county's funding, where that's going at any given time. The Multnomah County Assessor told the Oregonian recently that they intend to fully comply with the Supreme Court, even though there are some items that are not clear in what are considered retained proceeds. Do you know what he's referring to? Where the lack of clarity could be here? I mean, the example that that we've been talking about, it seems relatively clear. Somebody owes X amount in taxes and their fees have been added on. Their house sells for Y amount. You just seems like you would just subtract them and that's that's what's been retained. Where is it more complicated? You know, to, to Dave, to be honest, I don't know. I think in, in our view, we read the Supreme Court's decision in the way that you just described. Um, such that the the difference between the the tax debt of the property owner and the surplus proceeds of the foreclosure sale would be the amount that the county has retained under the currently unconstitutional statute and should be returned to the property owner. Um, so we view it as pretty clear. We do think that there's a way to you know through this case potentially work with the counties and. Um, develop some sort of statewide mecha- statewide mechanism that going forward can be used to make sure that this doesn't happen to Oregonians. Um, but we think the calculation in terms of the amount owed back to the class members here and to the property owners is is actually pretty clear. Do you have a sense? Of, so we're just talking so far. I mean, this, the, the lawsuit, as I understand it now, it's a class action with three members, but who else is there and how much money potentially are we talking about? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I don't think we know that right now. We know that um, the class is potentially quite large, um, given what we've seen in individual county records in terms of how often these foreclosure sales take place. Um, Every county's records are a little bit different, so it's a little bit difficult to know precisely now how many people are in the class, how how many homes have been foreclosed, and how and for how many of those foreclosure sales the county has realized a surplus from the proceeds. 
um, in the past six years, which is the time period that we're dealing with in this complaint. So we don't quite know exactly how many people and how how much money is at issue, but we expect it to be significant um, given the time period at issue and the number of foreclosure sales that we think may have happened in the last six years. Hmm. We're in this position as a state because, as you noted, because of a provision of state law. Are lawmakers talking about a fix to put Oregon statute in line with the Supreme Court ruling? You know, I hope so. Um, I don't know that I, we know that right now. I, I think in the last session that there was a an amendment proposed to the same statute that did not fix the um, the problem that we now know based on the Supreme Court decision exists. That amendment was proposed before the Hennepin County decision came down. Um, so we certainly expect that in the next legislative session that, that that some amendment will be proposed to bring the statute in line with the Supreme Court's decision going forward. Nadia, thanks very much. Thank you, Dave. Nadia Dahab is a partner at Sugarman Dahab. It is a law firm that is representing three Oregonians. All of them had their homes foreclosed, and then their respective counties took the entire proceeds from the sale of those homes, which in many cases were tens of thousands of dollars more than the money that the individuals owed in taxes in the first place.